Welcome to Broadway Radio's review recap episode for the Roundabout Theatre Company's Broadway revival of 1776. My name is Matt Tamanini. Now, normally this is when I would tell you that this is either a standalone episode in Patreon or part of Today on Broadway, depending on where you're listening. But, as of recording time, my internet has been out for about seven to seven and a half hours, but I really wanted to get you these reviews, so I'm hoping that by hotspotting my phone to my computer, I will have enough... I don't know, bandwidth to upload this recap episode on its own. Don't worry, we will be back with Today on Broadway on Monday, one way or the other, to get you caught up on all of the news that we've missed. Roundabout's revival of this iconic historical piece is directed by Jeffrey L. Page and Diane Paulus. Page also choreographs. The production originated at the American Repertory Theater in Cambridge, Massachusetts, where Paulus is the artistic director and will go on a national tour following its Broadway run, which is set to end at the American Airlines Theater on January 8th. The cast for this production is incredibly diverse, probably more so than 1776 has ever been. It includes multiple representations of race, ethnicity, and gender, and all of the cast members identify as female, transgender, or non-binary. With a book by Peter Stone and music and lyrics by Sherman Edwards, John Clancy provides updated orchestrations. Leading the company is Crystal Lucas Perry as John Adams, although she will be departing the production on October 23rd to join the Broadway cast of Ain't No Mo. She is joined by Elizabeth A. Davis as Thomas Jefferson. It should be noted that Davis is very visibly pregnant uh, in the show, so that adds another uh, form of diversity that I'm sure 1776 has never seen before, at least on a Broadway stage. Petrina Murray plays Benjamin Franklin. Allison K. Daniel is Abigail Adams and Reverend John Witherspoon. Aaron LaCroix plays Martha Jefferson and Dr. Lyman Hall. The great Carolee Carmelo plays John Dickinson. Shauna Hammock is Richard Henry Lee, just to name a few from the cast. As of recording time, review aggregator site Did They Like It had collected 11 reviews. Three were graded as positive three were mixed, and five were negative. Let's start off with Jesse Green of the New York Times, who was mixed. He wrote, quote, A transformation that's either wondrous or scandalous, depending on your taste, occurs less than a minute into the Roundabout Theatre Company's otherwise disappointing Broadway revival of 1776. He then goes on to completely spoil that transformation, something for which I will not soon forgive him. But he returns after that second paragraph to say, quote, Though some will see the casting, which is diverse not just in gender but also in race and ethnicity, as a stunt and a travesty, I'm in the wondrous camp. Neither the 1969 musical nor, as Hamilton has proved, history itself is so frail as to crumple under new ways of looking at our theatrical and national past. He goes on to talk about a double vision with the show giving us this well-worn history of crafting the Declaration of Independence, but then also this production with the fact that the cast being as diverse as it is, for centuries people that look like the actual people on stage have been excluded from experiencing the full benefits of the document that the characters are arguing over. Green then writes, quote, For me, that double vision is the best thing about the production. In theory, it deepens the ideas being battled about in the hot, fetid, fly-infested Philadelphia summer. So the obnoxious and disliked John Adams, as played by Crystal Lucas Perry, who is black, is not just an abolitionist on principle, but in essence. And then Sarah Porkalob, as the pro-slavery Edward Rutledge, dissects Adams' hypocrisy in the song Molasses to Rum, showing how the North benefits from the slave trade as well as the South. The fact that she is Filipino-American both intensifies and complicates the argument. 
if that sort of complication were itself great theater and not just a promising premise, this 1776 might be amazing. That the production is instead so overpumped and overplayed as to be hardly comprehensible is the result of a fundamental misunderstanding of the musical, which is plenty complicated as written. An encore's production in 2016, which featured a racially diverse cast but the usual gender assignments, showed it could be modern and yet thoughtful and moving. But the current revival seems interested in the cast's experience at the expense of the audience's. Christian Lewis, who was mixed writing for Did They Like It, said, quote, The diversity of this cast is astonishing and worthy of celebration. I am overjoyed that these performers are getting paid, getting work, and getting to be on Broadway, many of them for the first time. I hope to see many more ensembles like this in the future. Having said that, beyond the cast, there was little I was able to enjoy in this production. Brittany Samuel, writing for Broadway News, was negative, writing, quote, In this take on the musical, an ethnically diverse chorale of women, trans, and non-binary performers are our revolutionaries. Unfortunately, this choice, which genuinely makes the sedative of a show more interesting to look at and listen to, further locks its subjects into binary stereotypes. Adam Feldman of Time Out New York gave the show four out of five stars, writing, quote, the American history musical 1776 is not, in itself, unfamiliar. Yet, the roundabout's latest revival of the show doesn't feel stiff. It infuses this august body of show with a rush of fresh blood. He continues, Appropriately hard at the edges, this 1776 is just a bit soft in the middle. The tall, loose, and sympathetic Lucas Perry seems miscast as the obnoxious and disliked Adams, who is meant to be defined by his irritating truculence. Even so, 1776 succeeds where it counts. It sustains a sense of suspense about events whose outcome we know going in. You leave the production newly amazed by the radical contingency of history as we know it, how close it came to falling out differently, and what it cost to get there. And the prospect feels at once scary and freeing. The spirit of 76 still haunts America for better or for worse. Who will step forward to channel it? I like Adam's sentiment there, so that's where we will end. If you would like to read more of these and other reviews, we will have links to both the Did They Like It and Broadway World Review recaps in the show notes. So that's all that we have for you. Thank you for listening. And again, I apologize for the lack of traditional today on Broadway. But if I am actually able to upload this, perhaps you can call Comcast and log a complaint on my behalf. Either way, have a wonderful weekend. Don't forget to listen to This Week on Broadway on Sunday, and we'll be back to talk to you on Monday.